Hello, working people of Southwest Washington. You're listening to episode 15 of Working to Live in Southwest Washington, produced by the Southwest Washington Central Labor Council and sponsored by Union Home Plus. We're also a proud member of the Labor Radio Podcast Network. Find out more about the network at laborradionetwork.org. I'm Shannon Myers. And I'm Harold Phillips. And before we get started, we want to remind all of you that the views and opinions expressed on this show are not necessarily the views and opinions of the Southwest Washington Central Labor Council, its affiliates unions, our guest unions, or their employers, not even... I usually have something really, really crazy to say here, but I have no idea. You're going to have to think about that one. I mean, there's a lot of opinions out there. How do you choose (laughs) one person's opinion, one group's opinion? Everybody's got their own opinion, Harold. We know that. Opinions of our team, and they are the best opinions to follow. So hold on, quiet you. I haven't even introduced you yet. (laughs) Now that we've got that over with, hey, Shannon, it's that time of year again, huh? When we put the holidays behind us and look at our finances, I know I just paid my credit card bill and yikes. Oh my gosh. Well, you know, some people in our community didn't even have the money to spend on holiday shopping because so many of our families have been struggling due to COVID Mm -hmm. as always. So a lot of people are actually struggling to figure out How do I pay my mortgage? How do I pay my electric bill? How do I put food on the table for my family? And they're also asking questions, you know, what do we do when we get out of this? I'm going to be behind. I was already thinking like, how am I going to afford a house? How am I going to be financially stable? And now I'm derailed again. And that's not even counting people with kids who are looking at putting them through college or getting them braces or even just getting them clothes and supplies for the coming year, it's always tough to get your finances in order and plan. But this year, it's just tougher to get financially stable, let alone put money away for the future. That's why we are really grateful to get some expert advice from Ross Wolf, president of Pacific Financial Advisors. Thanks for joining us, Ross. Thank you for having me. And Patrick Town, founder and executive director of Union Home Plus. Thanks so much for being here, Patrick. Happy to be here. Thank you, Harold. Shannon and I were just talking about this idea of financial stability. What does it mean to be financially stable? To be financially stable means you can sleep at night because you know your bills are paid uh, and you're going to have food on the table, not just today, but for the rest of your life. In my opinion, you can't just look at today. You have to look at your whole lifetime. So, Patrick, what kind of challenges to financial stability have you at Union Home Plus seen over the past year? Well, most of what we've seen has been a disruption in the workforce on the hours that people are allowed to work. You know, when you have, let's just say, a a working couple with a couple of kids and you throw a couple of furloughs in there for a short time, you'll all start to close in and... uh, no one's ever had any experience having to deal with that. So you get some relief from the government, you get some employment benefits, but we're talking about emergency stabilization funds. It doesn't keep the family's goals and life plan going forward. It just kind of holds them in a survival mode. The number one challenge I see for people is making sure that their mortgage is paid, 
their insurances are paid, and that they're not going to end up having to deplete their emergency reserves just to live. So I see people looking short-term when they really should be looking short-term as well as long-term. Yeah, that's the challenge that a lot of working people face, right? They're confronted by this reality that we're in, the day-to-day struggle of how you get money in the door. But how do you manage to think long-term as well as deal with those short-term issues? By putting a plan together. You have to have a plan. A lot of our union brothers and sisters have a pension. Many of our other employees have 401ks. And there is a natural propensity because of lack of understanding that they just lean on that as their lifeline. It's not a lifeline, right? Uh, we've all seen the sky fall. It will happen again. So to kind of pop out a little bit and reach out to people that are dedicated to helping, learn the basics. You can go as deep as you want to go, but you have to take a proactive step to protect yourself. The pension may convert to a 401k one day. It may go unfunded. The 401k, what happens if you have a collapse in the stock market? Oh boy, there goes your life savings. If you not have a plan, then you're not properly positioned for what we all, I think we know, can happen in a very bad way. There's a pretty stark reality out there. The most recent statistics that I have seen published are 99%. That's a big number. But 99% of most working families do not have a financial plan. And when I say a financial plan, I really mean a blueprint going forward on what they're supposed to do. How much do they save? Where does that savings go? What do they buy? What do they not buy? What do they delay? You're talking about two factors that people have to deal with, bringing income in, but also how much they put out. What are some ways for working people to balance that income in versus expenditures out? You need to sit down and do an analysis and just look at all the pieces to your family's puzzle, all your costs, your insurances. This is a time where people have to take a look at all their insurances, whether it's homeowners, auto, life insurance, health insurance, need to know what resources are available. Uh, Through the healthcare exchange, health insurance is available and it's much more affordable than a lot of people are paying on COBRA. You know, you can sit down, get your credit card statement out if you're listening to this and just look at the rate. I'll bet you nine times out of 10, no one's looked at the details of what they've got. They think they signed up at 6%, but they're probably at 12 or 13. You can pick up a phone and call a credit card company and say, I have a card that I can transfer today for 2%. What do you do? They'll lower your interest rate many times. You just have to do some very simple due diligence and let's pick up the phone. Call your insurance carrier. Ask them if your policy needs to be modified for the times, or can you get a lower rate by bundling, right? There's a few things that you can shave off a couple hundred bucks a month. I don't mean to simplify it, but it's a couple of phone calls will save you a ton of money. At the very least, you'll have the knowledge of knowing that you've got the best case scenario. Oh my gosh, Patrick, do not ever apologize for simplifying things. In fact, how can you simplify it more? Where can people go to get help? What are some resources? Do you guys offer those? Do you offer trainings? Do you offer classes? I mean, what what can we do to educate not only myself, but my daughters who will be coming up who need to start financial planning as soon as they graduate from high school? There are a lot of resources. So Union Home Plus provides up to as many as 30 different financial wellness courses. Some are very basic, some are a bit more refined. It depends upon where you are in your career. 
because each person is going to be beginning from a different point in their life. Some are just getting rolling with their first year in the trades. Others um, are looking at potential retirement in five years. We have a program that people can log into online. You can go straight to our website, uh, www.pacificfa.com and log into the e-money button in the top right. Put things in like their income, what their expenses are, and it will give you a general guideline. But if you want to take it further and get some help, we can take that information and put together a more formal plan. It's not painful. It doesn't take a long time. All you got to do is ask for some help. And you're right, Ross. Asking for help is sometimes the hardest thing, especially when you're talking about people's money. People can feel uncomfortable talking about their financial situation. How do you deal with that when people come to you for help? I don't work on my race cars. I don't practice medicine. I don't work on my teeth. I go to experts. And what I try to do is the be the best that I can be at what I do every day and hire the best for things that I can't do. And that was a lesson my dad tried to teach me many, many years ago that, of course, I didn't listen to him and it cost me dearly. Uh, but, you know, eventually you start to understand that sometimes you actually have to spend some money, invest some time. If you want to get the best advice, get the best service and end up spending less in the long run. There's nothing wrong with admitting, hey, I don't know everything about everything. In fact, it's usually safer. Oh my gosh, that sounds like some union sayings we know of, uh, especially from the building trades. Build it right, on time, under budget, the first time. Do it right. <laughs> Imagine that. Exactly. One of the things that people are looking at at this time of year is how to get organized for tax season. Right, Ross? Correct. This is a time to gather all your expenses, all of your 1099s and W-2s, and get together with somebody who can help put that together. We have people in our firm who do that because there's a lot of programs and there's a lot of things that were not available in the past to taxpayers that are available now. You know, the reality is um, tax rates are very low. And this is a great time to take advantage of things like Roth conversions. And because of what's going on with COVID, a lot of people are actually able to take money out of their IRAs without the normal 10% penalty if they're not 59 and a half. And doing it on your own, doing it on the web, going to different organizations that do it very uh, like, like a machine, you're not going to get the best returns and you're not going to get what you're due. And since they're getting all of their financial information together for tax purposes, maybe they should just gather a little bit more and their New Year's resolution could be start a financial plan. That's what happens all the time. People come in just to do their tax return and we're able to see uh, mistakes. We're able to see opportunities for them. And it's interesting. Once you do the tax return, you've got a large portion of the information that we need to put together the financial plan. 
So we do have some members who are barely making living wage, uh, maybe have dual household incomes, and they are not able to get into a house yet. These people think there's no way I'm ever going to make enough money to be financially stable. There's no way that I'm going to be able to afford Ross and Patrick to, you know, pay them money that I don't have to put together a financial plan. These are the members I think that need it the most. These are the community members that need it the most because they need to figure out how to move forward and not get stuck in this, you know, I hate to say it, the lower income levels to where they're not even able to support their families. So how do we solve that question if we can in one episode? You know, someone has to have a plan to get themselves where they want to be. And if you're in a job that doesn't pay a living wage, let's be direct. You need to change jobs. If you're a union member, you are given the opportunity and the environment and the support and financial stability to go as far as you want to go. And I've financed thousands of union members. So we know that as long as you have the right type of work ethic, you learn your craft, you master it, you excel, and you've got a plan, you go as far as you want to go. So one of the most important things that someone can do that doesn't think they qualify, and typically that's just a lack of down payment, right? Or they believe their credit. But let's just talk about down payment and the requirements of it. You have a number of zero down loan programs that have been alive and well for a lot of years. So you have VA for any of our veterans is zero down, arguably one of the best loans on the planet, allows you to buy a home for no down payment, sell it pays your closing costs, and you get your earnest money back at closing. That's true zero down. Then you have the Washington State Finance. Well, this is a zero down state bond loan where they give you a down payment in the form of a second mortgage and then forgive it after five to seven years. You also have USDA. Now, USDA is a rural loan that is zero down. Do you know that 97% of Washington State is classified as rural? So when you get out of the urban core, you now have eligibility for zero down financing. And these three programs deal with median incomes. So they're designed for someone who doesn't have the same resources as someone who is not dealing with financial pain, right? So the key on it, though, is making sure we have a chance to have a conversation, find out where their challenges are, give them some direction on what to do. Now, we're, we're not a nonprofit, but we help 100% of everyone who reaches out to us. Of those people, maybe 50% can go forward. The other 50% are at least given a plan of action to follow. What's, what's the saying? You don't know what you don't know. There are so many programs available, so many things that are out there that people just don't know about. And if you just watch the TV, you're only going to get information on what they want to sell you. There are, as in every industry and in every business, there's tricks to the trade. There's information that is not disseminated to everybody, it's known by professionals. Why do people use CPAs and accountants instead of doing their own tax return? Because there's things that you just can't know about and professionals do. I always go back to the car analogy. I could save money using a mechanic who is maybe not as well-trained and not have many tools or as good of tools. But in the long run, you end up spending more. Patrick, before we go, tell us just a little bit about how Union Home Plus works. Well, Union Home Plus is the only comprehensive 
voluntary employee benefit for union members' housing. And the benefits are not just intrinsic with the way that we underwrite files specifically for a union member, uh, because it's unique in the industry. It allows them to qualify for more home for less money, which is an important dynamic in the times that we live in. Other side of it is though our financial benefits are the most aggressive in the country. And we're the only organization licensed in the country, let alone Washington State, to provide these benefits. On average, people save as much as 50% on fees. And so how does that help someone? Well, if the market rate right now is say 2.6% and they engage our program, they're now at 2.2%. So you've just expanded that person's qualifying ability by 10 to 15%, and they've done nothing but use the program. The other point that is extremely important that we've always been very dedicated to our community. And so a portion of every single transaction is donated on behalf of the union member to a local nonprofit. What's important about that is not for us to get a claim for it. What's important about that is we engage our platform and our union members at a different level with their community. Others see this kind of leadership and and see that activity. And we have a direct impact financially for people in our community who really genuinely need it the most. People who need to eat and find a roof over their head. So the most basic and fundamentals, I feel that if we have the ability to help, then we share the responsibility to do so. The reason that we do this is not just because we care. I believe everybody cares. People want to help. They don't have the resources or they don't have the time or both. We're providing the resources at no cost to them as much as $1,000 in their name to go to help somebody that's in need. That has impact. And that's why we are here. I'll just add a personal note because, you know, I need to be transparent here. PT or Patrick, as you all are hearing, uh, he has helped me and my family multiple times with refinancing. He also helped my son through marriage get his first home as an apprentice. And part of that was putting him in this union program, which allows the organization to look at future earnings because he's in this five-year apprenticeship program. And I'm not sure exactly how it works, but all I know is that our son got into his first home when others are not even able to do so. I'll just tell you really very, very quickly how we actually do that. It's a very simple process. If you're a union wage earner, and whether you're in the apprenticeship program or not, the bottom line is every bank out there is going to average your income over two years. Well, didn't you make less money two years ago? So we take current wages and average your hours out. So it's real income. That alone has helped people bump up their income by as much as 20% and created home ownership opportunity where it didn't even exist in the standard format. And that's one of the biggest impacts we have on the mechanics of how we can expand um, home ownership for folks. And he's refinanced our home and got us more money back than we would have ever anywhere else. So uh, PT, thank you from the Myers family. You have done us well. Thank you very much. Ross, one more time, how can the listeners get a hold of you? Uh, they can either go to our website, www.pacific, like the ocean, fa.com, or email ross at pacificfa.com. And my direct number is 425-533-8886. And Patrick, how can people get a hold of you at Union Home Plus? The most simple way to get connection with myself, my team, or our information is go to unionhomeplus.org. Our contact information is there. 
Uh, the program benefits are, are listed for you simply. We're all connected and um, ready to help. Excellent. Any final thoughts you want to share with our listeners? Well, I think the takeaway is create an action step, right? So many folks are waiting for things to get better. And you can't, in my opinion, you have to make them better. And so the first step is to sit down, look at what you need, what you have to work with, and then connect with us. And we'll tell you what the best process and plan going forward is going to be. Each person's goals are very unique. And everything that we do is tailored specifically to each person's situation. And that are scared, they're confused, and you don't need to be. If you have knowledge, you gain confidence. And that's the first step is understand what needs to be done and how to do it. The rest will come. And uh, don't take it upon yourself to be the master of all your knowledge. <laughs> We've been at this for a long time. We provide it. And we do it in a very dedicated, cost-effective manner for everyone. Well, thank you, Patrick Town, founder and executive director of Union Home Plus, and Ross Wolf, president of Pacific Financial Advisors. Thank you for having us. Thanks, Harold. And thank you, working people, for joining us on another episode of Working to Live in Southwest Washington, produced by the Southwest Washington Central Labor Council and sponsored by our friends at Union Home Plus. Find out more about how they can help you make the right steps towards financial stability at unionhomeplus.org. And getting access to Union Home Plus is just one more benefit of being in a union. That's like right. Harold's union, SAG-AFTRA. Speaking of which, don't forget, this podcast was recorded under a SAG-AFTRA collective bargaining agreement. You know, the best union benefit I can think of is getting to hang out with my union family like you, sister. Oh, I love you too, brother. Remember, working people, this is your show. We want to know what you want to hear on it. Email us at podcast at SWWA clc.org or find us on facebook instagram and twitter at swwaclc and don't forget brothers sisters siblings and community members to subscribe to our podcast and then pass it on to your friends and neighbors and while you're there give us five shingle roofs or put the realtor sign up or whatever your podcast platform of choice gives you to let people know that you'll like what we're doing. A realtor signs? Why don't we just say five stars? You know, we could, but I mean, <laughs> that's boring. I know there's some podcast platform somewhere that lets you put signs up on your lawn. I'm sure it exists. Say, before we go, folks, we did want to mention our friends up in the Skagit Valley who produce We Do the Work Radio. We got news this week that they're going to end their broadcast after a long, long time on KSVR. And we just wanted to say thank you to them for putting out so much great programming aimed at working people. One last thing. Take Patrick and Ross's advice and... Start thinking now about a plan to get yourself on solid financial footing. Maybe the way to do that is to get your tax information in order. But January is the perfect time, not just to make sure that you're good till the end of the month, but that you're good till the end of the year. And hopefully, 
that you and your family are good for the rest of your lifetimes. And I'm just going to let you guys know, people get overwhelmed. People think that they are nowhere even close to being able to do what they want to do, buying a house or whatever your dream is. But you got to start somewhere and you got to start simple. So what I like to say is kiss. Keep it simple, stupid. Although I don't like to say stupid. So maybe we'll come up with another word. Keep it simple, siblings. (gasps) Keep it simple, siblings. Even if you're just in your beginnings of putting together your financial plan and you think that you will never get there, you got to start somewhere. So let's start now. It's January. It's a new year. 2020 is dead and gone. And I know that some of us are still recovering, but let's see if we can recover and plan for a stable future together. It all starts by making the first step. We'll see you soon. Bye.